Welcome to Connect Church. We're a new church in the East Windsor Heightstown area, and we're a church that is looking to connect to Jesus and community. We're so glad you've joined us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Christmas at Connect Church. My name is Frank, and I'm the pastor here. We are just so glad that you are with us today, wherever you're watching at, and so thank you for joining us. Before we get into today's message, we just want to go over a, a few things coming up in our church that we're really excited about. The first one is, is that this Sunday, there won't be any services. We will post a devotional online as well as a kid's video for you to watch on your own time, um, but we are encouraging you to be intentional with the time. Uh, use it, spend it with your family, maybe take a day and just truly rest and Sabbath and, and read your Bible for an extended period of time, um, or maybe spend a little more time in prayer than you may usually, um, and use this as an opportunity to just kick off the new year, uh, hear from God, maybe some ways that he wants to guide your life heading into 2021. Sunday, January 3rd, we're really excited for that service as we gather back together again and just to talk about what we believe God has laid on our hearts for 2021. Lastly, our week of prayer and fasting is going to be from January 10th to the 17th. And so if you need to prepare it all, uh, fasting is just a time for us to, to take a step back from some of the things in our lives. It could be food, it could be social media, it could be uh, TV. But for a week, we're just going to take a step back from something that takes a significant portion of our lives to pray and to hear from God. And so with that, tonight we're going to kick off um, our Christmas message. The world we live in is not very peaceful. We see fear uh, all around us. Right now, people are afraid to see family. They're afraid of getting COVID-19. Um, maybe you're afraid of how the political world is playing out. We also see mistrust. This week, I have really enjoyed seeing the memes of people getting the vaccination and then turning into superheroes and things like that and reminded me of Spider-Man. But we see mistrust in so many different things, in people in our lives, in, our, in the government, in the world around us. And lastly, we see division. We see division politically, racially, uh, in the way that we think. And, and if we look at our world, it's not very peaceful. And even in our lives, there are things that sometimes we look to or we think are going to bring peace to our life. Maybe way back in the day when you could go on a family vacation, you would think, this is going to be my time for peace. And then you get there and the family starts to argue or you get lost or something happens where all of the peace that you were looking for is gone. This year, we were able to buy a house, which is a great thing. Um, but as soon as we did, we found out the roof leaked. And so there goes the peace and the comfort for a while. Every time it rained, we were looking at this one section of the wall where it was leaking to make sure that it didn't. Uh, and then there's also this underlying thing of, I'm going to be paying for this until I'm 62 years old. Um, and it's kind of hard to have peace when you think about that a little bit. See, change doesn't always bring the peace that we think that it's going to. And, and so even with this idea of peace, it, it's kind of hard to understand and to grasp. And, and today we're looking at Jesus as the Prince of Peace. And, and as we say that, what conflict, stresses, worries are in your life currently, the things that disrupt peace. What is peace? 
is peace just the feeling of calmness? Is it quiet? What is peace exactly? Is a lot of times I think of peace like this, when you have an argument with maybe a friend or a loved one or someone you care about, when it ends, there's just that peace and that quiet. And for me, I often can't wait to get to that point. I will just not say anything to try and get to the moment of peace. Uh, and for me, that's kind of what I think of when I think of peace. But see, the argument doesn't just need to stop. It needs to be replaced with something, with love, humility, understanding. And that's what we find in peace. And so today we're going to read Isaiah 9, 6 through 7, which talks about Jesus being the Prince of Peace. And it says this, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Let's just pray. Jesus, today we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are peace. And God, as we take a look at that, to, at that idea today, would your peace just take hold of our hearts and our lives, God? Would we feel your peace despite everything that's going on around us this holiday season? In your name I pray, amen. So peace from the Bible is this. It's the condition of wholeness and well-being. It's how things are actually supposed to be. It's this idea of making something whole, something that, that was broken. This idea of biblical peace is restoration and wholeness. It isn't just quiet or feeling nothing. Again, it's, it's restoration. And, and if you know anything about restoring, it takes time. It, it takes a process to restore. And see, I think this is the problem with why we don't often feel peace in our lives because we don't seek peace. We often seek numbness. And I think as a culture, we're really good at this. We binge Netflix to forget about what we're thinking. For some of us, we will just eat a ton of food and bury ourselves in eating to avoid the feelings going on inside of us. Others will go to habits and, and patterns and routines and addictions to numb us so that we don't feel what's really going on in our lives. We don't put in the work that's truly needed for peace. We're not willing to do the restoration of our heart and who we are as people. We're not willing to renew our minds. We don't wanna put in the work to make our lives whole, to live in how we were meant to and created to live. And so today we're gonna to take a look at why Jesus is the Prince of Peace and we read it in Isaiah 53, it says this, "'Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, "'yet we considered him punished by God stricken by him and afflicted but he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities the punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed see here this due to the suffering of christ we have peace due to him taking all of our brokenness and pain and hurt and worries on his shoulders he died and he rose again so that we could have peace and as we celebrate christmas we celebrate the start of that journey 
His birth is where this began, of him humbly being born a baby to live the life that we live, to experience the things that we experience so that we could look to him in our times of need to bring us peace. If this is true, then why is our world full of so much chaos and unrest? Why don't we feel this peace that that Jesus is? Why don't we see his rule and his government like it's talked about in this passage? And it's because we live in this tension of already but not yet. See, his rule is not completely established here on earth yet. It's it's like when a war ends, you still have the pocket of... um, People who are still trying to fight for their cause, even though the war may be over, they're still in their pockets fighting. And we see the same thing happening here. See, it's over. Jesus' death and resurrection has brought us peace. It's brought us forgiveness. It's brought us relationship with God so that that restoration work in our hearts could take place. But we still see the other side, the enemy fighting for any heart and for any life that he can get until Jesus establishes his full government for good. See, Jesus is the light that expels oppression of darkness and it establishes peace in our hearts. So what are some of those areas of peace today? The first one is peace with yourself. See, we're often anxious, stressed, full of guilt. We ask, how am I going to get everything I need to get done? Now, for me, I look at the list of things that I have to get done before Christmas and it's overwhelming. Or why did I say this? Why did I do that? Why did I treat my friend badly, my spouse badly? But remember his faithfulness in those moments. That because of what he did, we're forgiven, we're restored, we're made whole. I often hold myself to, to a high standard and, and I work really hard to try and keep that standard in my own mind. But there are times where I fall short and I don't quite accomplish the things and the pressures that I put on myself. But see, the peace of God means I am his child and I need to stop trying to earn my right to relationship with him. And all of the pressure and all of the, the stress that I put on myself to maintain this idea of who I think I need to be, I put it aside because I am a child of God and it brings peace to who I am. The second area of peace is peace with the person who rubs you the wrong way. The holidays are here. And for some of you, as I say that, you already have in mind the family member who drives you crazy. See... Christ was all about humility and bringing peace. They wanted him to come and fight and overtake physical government and the physical world that they lived in, and instead he died. And for a lot of them, it was a hard idea to understand of how could this king, how could this Messiah who was going to radically change everything come and die instead of conquering? Humility, taking on the mind of Christ. And that means for us, would we be peacemakers? Instead of being an instigator, instead of uh, of being the opinionated one, would we bring peace? In Isaiah 9-7, would we see justice and righteousness happening through our lives because of us being peacemakers, representing the Prince of Peace? And the last area today is peace with God. See, peace with God doesn't mean I'm just cool with God. 
yeah, like me, me and God are cool. And, and I hear that phrase often of like, yeah, 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 they're, they're, God, is, God is there. I, I know he's around. I know he exists. And, and me and him are cool. But peace with God isn't just being cool with him. See, it's restoration of a relationship that is continually broken by our decisions, um, by, our, by our own wants and desires, by our numbing where we don't deal with the things that are really going on in our life. See, peace with God takes work. Tonight, while you're watching, the, the areas and the, the parts of your life where you have questions about knowing God or understanding who he is, peace with God means we wrestle with those and we work on those and we read and, and we talk to people who are ahead of us in the faith journey to understand them. Second Corinthians chapter 5 says it like this. It says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This Christmas, this is the great exchange that this baby represents. He takes our sin, he takes our brokenness, and he gives us righteousness. We can become sons and daughters of God. Today, wherever you're watching, if you have never decided to make that decision before, you can invite Christ into your heart. You, you can make him Lord of your life right now. And I encourage you to do that. All it takes is for us to say, uh, Jesus, I, I trust in who you are and what you've done. I know that I've made mistakes. I know that I've fallen short. Would you bring peace to my heart tonight? And for those of us who, who do follow him, again, we are Christ's ambassadors. And so if we represent the Prince of Peace, we should bring peace to those that we come in contact with. May we do the hard work of restoration in our hearts. Would we not turn to other things and habits and patterns and routines, but would we look to Christ to be our Prince of Peace? Would we open our hearts to him? Would we open our minds to him? And would we give him everything that we are? Let's close in prayer. Jesus, today we thank you that you are the Prince of Peace. This season, God, would you uh, bring peace to our hearts and to our world, God. Would we do the hard work in the areas of our life that are maybe broken or hurting, and would we trust you to bring peace to them? God, would we not settle for, for temporary fixes, but would we look to you, the one who brings wholeness and restoration to our hearts? In your name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this encourages you to take your next steps in your faith journey with God. You can check us out more on connectchurchnj.com. Have a great day.